normally when uh, the hentai ads are on the side, uh, they're like still in bikinis and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, MC, you're gonna have to explain that no like, context for the listeners. No, no, okay. no, no, no. <laughs> that that's gonna be the oh, that, that's gonna be right at the start, and I don't care if no one understands where that's going or from, but because it's just funny. Yeah, I, I feel like it is relatable though. Like so, someone has someone that listens to this podcast has to understand the struggle of having hentai porn advertised on the sidebars of websites. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Too young for this trek. The final frontier. These are the voyages of MC, Troy, and Eric. Their mission to introduce Tyler to strange new episodes. To seek out the best and worst media in the Star Trek franchise. To boldly go where several podcasts have probably gone before. Man, what was that ship called? I'm trying to look it up. Uh, The USS Credence. Ah, there it is. Yep. (laughs) Look at that beauty. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> those are the kind of ads i should be getting that sell porn <laughs> i don't know that that exists it has to though right roll 34 yeah i i'm joking about it but there's a guy out there there has to be that's like that's his thing you know it's eric eric is that guy what song should have been playing in the background when that ship came in should it have been bad moon rising or fortunate son <laughs> well done I saw uh, I saw a Reddit thread about this with lots of jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, should we just jump into it? I guess. Hell yeah! Uh, let's talk about the ship. Well, let's, I thought that let's was tell the people what the podcast they're listening no. to is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> Hello, okay, yeah, everyone. So, well, oh, <laughs> oh, MC's got it. My bad. I I'm, stepped on your uh, moment. Yeah. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Too Young for This Trek. Where a bunch of nerds introduce an, another nerd to Star Trek randomly, normally. But today we're watching Season 4, Episode 3 of Discovery, which none of us have seen. Um, well, we have now. To live. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, we have now. Yeah, we're not just, like, talking about it without seeing it. Like, we're not just speculating about it. Like, we yeah. actually did watch we this saw episode. It. Uh, yeah. Troy didn't see it, which is why he's not here, but... Yeah, I think Troy's like low key skipping this season. <laughs> yeah, I, I put out a tweet, and I was like, "We're recording our Discovery episode tonight. Uh, you guys got any thoughts or questions for us?" And it got a response from uh, Troy, and he said, "I finally watched season four, episode one last night. That was a ride. Wait, I'm not supposed to be on the podcast tonight, am I?" <laughs> That's good. Uh, so we're currently uh, casting for the role of Troy, if uh, anyone is available. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I guess let's get into it. Uh, the first thing I wanted to talk about is I just wanted to, Eric, how much do you love the Credence, the USS Credence? I love this ship. This is an awesome <laughs> design. As you know, I you know I liked a lot of the designs up until now. From uh, what year is this? The thirty first century. Twenty twenty one. <laughs> no, no 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 it's like 
31. I know, Eric, it's really hard to remember because like, it feels like this year has been going on <laughs> for so long. Like, it feels Real. like it's 2020 and it's still going. Like, I how, know. how is it almost 2022? Like, it still feels like the beginning of 2020. Yeah, um, you're right. Anyways, back oh, to whatever yeah. you were saying about, I don't know what century it is no, in you're Star good. Trek. So, um, I, I like this design a lot. Um, they, they took some influence from the Discovery design with the saucer, which I thought was cool. Uh, you know, it's, it looks like just looking at it, it's got that, um, the outer saucer, if you will. It's got like a blunted <laughs> end on the front that I don't think the discovery has. It's, yeah. You know, it's yeah. Perfectly it's perfectly round. It's sort of a different shape, which is cool. Um, I don't know. It's very, uh, unique, which is hard to say of a lot of Federation ships. It, yeah. It looks like it has four nacelles. Is that right? That's what me and, but before you got here, me and MC were speculating that we we think it has four nacelles and then like two smaller yeah. things that probably aren't nacelles, but they're like, there's something. Yeah. Discovery does this interesting thing with ships and I kind of like it to an extent where they don't give you the full view of the ship a lot of times you just get a glimpse here and there and it kind of sets up scale uh, and the old shows they tended to sh you like show you the whole ship in frame right but it made it look like a model a lot of times because it was just hanging there in the middle of the <laughs> you know in the middle of the s stars or whatever <laughs> uh but they do some interesting like camera angles and stuff the problem is that we don't get enough of it a lot of times so you can't really like get a sense of the ship if it's only in one episode yeah um so i saw like some people speculating on reddit that uh this might be like an older ship uh you know similar to the that discovery that was like refit um yeah because it doesn't quite look like a lot of the newer ships we saw last season. Yeah, I so, like those designs, but I, this feels better to me for some reason. You know, it's like more comfort, mm -hmm. comfort food. I don't know. <laughs> I, I I saw that it had more than two nacelles, and I'm like, Eric is going to be all about this ship. <laughs> and so, like, that was a great way to start the episode, personally for me, just because I'm like, I'm excited for Eric. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I like it. Yeah, this ship is one of the ones that's doing the dilithium deliveries, and we, yeah, that's right. Uh, uh, as the shields come down, they get attacked almost yeah. immediately, and uh, that's when I was yeah, like, was "Man, shocking. I can't wait to talk about this episode with Troy because Troy is going to hate this." There's like so much action happening right now, and Troy's going to be <laughs> like, "This is not my Star Trek. My Star Trek is boring ass diplomacy." Like, well, that was last episode. <laughs> was there? Well, there was a little bit of diplomacy in the last episode. There was some in this yeah. episode, like a lot, uh, yeah, actually. True. Yeah. yeah, but it was balanced this time. We, I, I thought the Space Ninjas really helped the episode. You know, yeah. I think that's what this was. I think this was what it was missing last time. You know. Well, I just like that it wasn't solely focused on this uh, anomaly thing. Like, that's definitely yeah. in the background. The plot's moving forward, but they're doing a different thing. And that just felt like so much more fun. And, like, it just kept it. I, I felt like it helped uh, with the stakes because it's not like the whole universe wasn't exploding this episode. Yeah. But there were definitely high enough stakes because you got, like, um, the Federation's trying to get back with Navarre and mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so like if this cool. mission goes bad that could like <laughs> hinder fucked. that yeah yeah um zach last episode uh we were talking about um how we kind of miss episodic episodes and that's kind of what this was a little bit like there was that back th background conflict the through line of course but it was kind of like 
its own thing you know which i thought was good yeah i thought this was uh similar to um uh that one episode back in season two where they go to that planet where there's like humans there or whatever that were transported out of time yeah that was a good episode too that was one of my favorites yeah yeah so you know it's still definitely has a lot to do with like the overall plot of the season but they're doing a totally Mm -hmm. different thing and it's just i mean it it I don't know. It makes it more enjoyable because you just don't get lost in that anomaly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Even though that anomaly does come up quite a bit in this episode, uh, because uh, Book and Stamets are working on it and what happened to Quay John. Yeah. Yeah, And the whole stuff was clever, though. Yeah. And the whole reason the Kuat Mala, I think that's how you say it. I don't know. I don't. The ninjas, uh, the ninja nuns, <laughs> the whole reason the ninja nine was stealing the dilithium was to move this like ship filled with all these like the last of their civilization people like in case she needed to because of the anomaly. Yeah, like that's how they tied the anomaly into the rest of the episode. But the actual mm-hmm. episode itself didn't feel like it was all about the anomaly whereas the last couple of episodes kind of it kind of like led up to it and felt very much like this big bad thing yeah that's threatening the whole galaxy is like the main thing for this season and we've had that a lot with discovery and (laughs) every season the entire universe is under fire but having these bottle episodes is really what i'm hoping more for like i uh, wouldn't even call it a bottle episode i I don't know maybe my definition's different but when i think of a bottle episode like i think of like an episode entirely on the ship yeah Uh, that's true tng did that a lot and we got one of those episodes back in season one with the time travel stuff yeah. Um, I mean, this was close, though. You know, it was a self-contained episode, which is good. Yeah. I I, I quite like um, the the nun who they're chasing after. Uh, the I can't remember her name. I was I, trying I, to I remember her name. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, pick a name right now, MC. I think it started with a J, Carly? so you can go with a J. What? Uh, Carly? Uh, uh, I, I went Carly. Jen? I kind of like uh, Jen. <laughs> Jennifer. Yeah. I'll just call her Jennifer. <laughs> Jennifer. Okay. Uh, uh, I know that's not what it is. It probably starts with a V. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I really can't remember right now, but um, she uh, attacks a, a Starfleet officer and kills him. Mm, and, yeah, that was nuts. Yeah, and, and uh, she's like, choose to live. And mm-hmm. it, it was like, oh, that's their line. That's their line. And, yeah, and it's then like, that's the name of the not. episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, of course, he dies. Uh, and they steal the dilithium. He chose poorly. Yeah. I don't know that she gave him really time to respond. No. Yeah. I, I mean, he, was he a bit picked hot-headed. up a weapon and came at her. So yeah. that was his response. <laughs> I guess. Um, But... Essentially, once that happens, the episode really kicks off and we get down to, like, 
the whole negotiation between the Federation and Navarre president and the Quat Millot, uh, mm-hmm. it, it, it's really interesting, like, how this Romulan sort of, uh, n- religious, I guess, sort of assassin <laughs> bro- uh, sisterhood, mm-hmm. it, it's really weird yeah. to think of what they are. And then, um, is so it's, important it's a lot like, to the... Oh, sorry. To, like, the planet Navarre, like... Yeah. Because it's not just a Romulan thing anymore, because... I know, well, right? Yeah. That's so fascinating to me. I thought it was really cool. They've obviously been laying this out for a while now, because they first introduced them in Picard, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, to see that evolution over time and the fact that, like... The, you know their cultures have merged at this point yeah um, and there's still and, and, like a little bit like i, I don't know it, it's cool it's cool to see that it's hard to describe <laughs> and, and the president is very respectful and like is like yeah we're thinking about coming back into the federation so if you can sort of help this along and this could help bring us back under the fold essentially yeah and that vulcan ambassador she's pretty awesome like she was great in this episode yeah uh ambassador or president i can't remember prime minister i think she's president I but i don't know yeah but yeah. uh it could be ambassador ambassador sounds very vulcan but um yeah. <laughs> but yeah she she has a part where she like confirms a thing that uh i I think it was Doug. Doug said in our um, Amok Time episode that, you know, like, oh, uh, yeah. Vulcans definitely feel emotions. They just, like, suppress them and, like, do the logical thing. But I, I don't know if that's ever been, like, vocalized specifically. Totally. Um, but the it is Kelvin in this movies, The Kelvin movies kind of lean into that. But you're mm-hmm. right. I think Amok Time was the first time that kind of hinted at that. And, of course, you know, we've seen other Vulcans in, like, Discovery and... To Paul also, uh, that's come up a little bit with her. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Vulcans have a lot of emotion. They just don't feel their feels. <laughs> Whereas, like, uh, what's book species? Uh, the uh, um, Quajon. Yeah, Qua- I don't. Yeah, know there's a lot of called. interesting names this season. The Quajon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. What do you think we're going to find out? Like the secret behind Book's name? Like how his name is Cleveland Booker? you know he's named oh, after a, a city from there. earth yeah i know like they teased it in the last season so i expected there's probably a something. book about it <laughs> <laughs> there's a book about but, book, um, the book book yeah <laughs> the discovery books are pretty good i'm not totally caught up so i don't know if they've released any recently but i was getting them all on audible for a while um so yeah we go to navarre um navarre looks awesome yeah um and it's vulcan right like I yeah. I'm not misremembering that. It's basically no, Vulcan, but now they Vulcan. have the yeah. Romulan um, uh, exiles. No. Uh, so it's what's the word? Uh, well, <laughs> technically, it's uh, the their species coming back together to become yeah one united people. Totally, again. but um. I thought it was kind of weird that they brought the um, head ridges 
for the Romulans oh. back. I, that didn't bother me so much. I actually kind of liked it. I did because, not notice. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they all have them, which makes sense because they didn't all have them in the old shows. It depended yeah. on the episodes. So hmm. I like that some of them have it, some of them don't. It was always a weird decision back then, but the fact that they're like kind of acknowledging it now, like uh, that makes me happy. It always bothers me when, like, we've seen different versions of the same species, but then they're all uniform in the episode, you know? <laughs> like the Klingons. Yeah. Like, I'd love to see if they bring Klingons back at some point. I want to see different versions of Klingons, you know? Uh, it'd be great if we see, like, uh, like, a ship full of, like, Discovery Klingons, and then there's just one guy that, like, looks Worf-ish. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or have like a bunch of TOS Klingons randomly. It's like, what? <laughs> Why does this look so low budget all of a sudden? It, I'm just imagining it's like <laughs> they're like the rednecks. Like, like they're like the uh, like the trashy, the white trash yeah. Klingons. Um, <laughs> totally. I don't know what the Confederate flag equivalent of Klingon is. Huh. Uh, it's got to be something. <laughs> oh, they, they already kind of are Confederacy, aren't they? No, they're Empire. That, never mind. <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> their bird well, have uh, flags behind them and truck knots and yeah it's, it's a good time <laughs> um the tracks so i guess while we're on navarre you guys want to go ahead and talk about the whole plot there with a uh, book and um stamets there's not too much yeah. to talk about yeah i i, I, I mean... liked this a lot compared to what we got in the last episode like we were all kind of worried that book would just be mopey uh, like this entire season and he was obviously still devastated but it looks like he's already kind of like he has a positive outlook on it he's just trying to get over this trauma yeah and he's know? just like trying to be a healthy attitude about and all that it. yeah and, like, yeah, and, yeah uh, instead I, of just breathing you know <laughs> yeah i thought it was really interesting that um they have him working with stamets to like have him doing because he's like oh i need to do something I, like I can't that, just yeah. be around and do nothing. Yeah. Like I, I need to be doing something. So he's working with Stamets, which is why he ends up heading to Navarre with Stamets at that. With Buck, uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it's yeah, no. re- really. Uh, so he's come up with another theory that's wrong. It's oh yeah, Stamets! Like he's hundred yeah. percent certain that it's this but one thing. It's but a there's DMA, one piece of... a dark matter yeah. anomaly. He's like, I came yeah. up with a name for the anomaly, and now it's the dark <laughs> matter anomaly. Like, no, Stamets, yeah. you didn't come up with a name for he it. Was like, seconds you just away... added some words. Like, yeah. it's still an he... anomaly. He was seconds away from patenting that shit, calling it like the <laughs> Stamets anomaly or something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I like how Stamets is being like protective of Book um yes i feel like in like previous star trek shows like they would just like forget the whole like emotional bit like someone's whole planet could blow up and then they're just like doing a thing like the next scene you know (laughs) oh yeah yeah i do love that about discovery that things actually matter when stuff happens like it lingers you know like real life like people have emotions and Yeah. yeah yeah but um yeah so then uh book has to do a mind meld with the Vulcan ambassador or president or Pope, or I don't, we don't know what she is. Um, 
and he, you know, they're looking specifically for tachyons. Um, they don't see any tachyons, so Stamets is wrong, and he can't call it the Stamets hole anymore. Um, <laughs> but he gets yeah. to, he gets like closure because he gets to see that hey, his nephew like saw him and like knew that he loved him. And, yeah, so that's yeah, nice. that was a great moment. I wasn't expecting it. It like really hit hard in a good way, oh, yeah. you know, like yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, the uh, it was kind of interesting how I don't know at first these last couple episodes, I was like, they're probably gonna figure out what the anomaly is this episode. I thought I would be pissed that they didn't like you know explain anything, mm-hmm. but I kind of. Like, after watching the episode, I was like, that was, like, actually kind of interesting. Like, what could it be? You know? <laughs> it's probably uh, not a natural phenomenon, I'm guessing, you know? I really liked the whole scene with the uh, science directive or mm-hmm. uh, directorate. Uh, it, <laughs> uh, Stamets' whole, um, can I get a... Uh, uh, a schedule for what we're happening today or can we <laughs> yeah. like skip having a nap it's kind of important um and, and it's like oh they're meditating so they can work on this clever. problem faster and he's like oh okay i'm gonna go over there and be sharp over there and <laughs> he just sort of goes and mopes over in the corner yeah. for a bit that was a good character moment but i also liked when they came when they snapped back to they got to work really really fast yeah and, and, and like, then they're like, no, you're wrong. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming they were all kind of working on the same problem, but just like checking their work kind of like making sure they were on the same page, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure they they were like thinking on what Stamets has already put out. Yeah. And, and, and the fact that they couldn't find the tachyons is uh, pretty much what put the nail in the coffin of that theory yeah the primordial black hole or whatever he said it was yeah something like that yeah Uh, it was like a wormhole wormhole. yeah yeah primordial wormhole now when they were talking about that i was like oh could this be a discovery thing i mean a a ds9 thing like (laughs) what if cisco shows up (laughs) (laughs) uh well i mean it's kind of weird how they discuss it and how it moves and stuff mm-hmm. and like they yeah. kind of knew that's what a primordial wormhole would do and i'm like whoa wait there was theories that something like that could exist and they weren't all like mm-hmm. out looking for something like that to like you know know where it's coming from <laughs> yeah maybe they're just super freaking rare um true but yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm really curious to see what it does end up being at this point. Like the mystery is actually working for me this season, whereas the burn yeah. like got kind of frustrating because it was mm. like it's gonna be something stupid. And then it ended up being something even stupider than I could have imagined. <laughs> I like the burn. I don't think the burn should have yeah. been explained, and that should have just been like the new norm. Like they could have stretched yeah. that that out a little bit, but the fact that like every episode is like what caused the burn, you know, it was like in your face about it, and it was like, yeah. well, family dying, yeah. a man child. I, I have mixed feelings. I think it could have yeah. been explained better. And I thought they were gonna do more with Sakal, but then they're just like, nah. <laughs> yeah, 
Like, yeah. I don't know. He should have some cool dilithium powers. Like, bring some straight up magic into this thing. Yeah. <laughs> How pissed would people be? <laughs> well, mm, Star Trek's done stuff like that before. Usually they explain it away it's as like science we don't understand, you know, kind of like in Thor, you know? Yeah. It's like, no, it's fucking magic. <laughs> like, what if Sakaw could just like blow up ships with his mind? That would be cool. I mean, he just decimated the whole universe, right? So, yeah. What like would yeah, be even it. funnier if, if he could run at light speed? <laughs> I, I think we did talk about that last season. I, I like the idea that yeah, Sakal could just like move throughout space. <laughs> Maybe he's like that tardigrade. Oh, whatever happened to that tardigrade? The giant tardigrade? It's it got it's sucked there. into the mushroom. Oh, it's in the mushroom thingy. dimension. Yeah. yeah. Remember okay. they they released its husk with a bunch of spores, mm, and it disappeared. Right. Yeah. Those things are still out there, presumably. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so maybe that's what caused the black hole. <laughs> <laughs> I it could come back to like I mean there was set up in season two about like the like spore mm -hmm. mycelial network like I don't know not being happy about them using the spore drive or something. Do yeah. you remember that? Yeah, 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 definitely. There was something weird about that. Yeah so anyways yeah, um, could be. do you guys want to go ahead and talk about adira and gray real quick since there's yeah. not that much yeah. to talk about there either uh so it is kind of a big part of the episode though <laughs> yeah. yeah uh it, even though they not come a back lot and forth a lot yeah it it is like a, a lot a lot of the undercurrent of the episode keeps jumping back to it yeah i happening. liked it though I, you know, it, they kind of drew out the drama a little bit, but I th I think overall it worked. I uh, I don't know. I, I I don't think they should have even tried to like make it like is 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 he going to get a body? Because like, how yeah. dumb would it be if like they've had this character there for like <laughs> a season and a half, and like the whole thing is leading to them getting a body and they just disappear. And just that's die. that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I, I thought yeah. now. That now that Gray's corporeal, uh, I uh, I'm like really excited. I, it's kind of cool to think yeah, about. It's like, a cool character. Now he's out in the world. Yeah, I kind of wish it happened sooner. Like I don't know. It's yeah, been, same. I I haven't enjoyed their plot much. Um, Adira. Yeah. Yeah. I or don't know. Both of them. Yeah. Yeah, because like Gray's just been like really disconnected from everyone else. Like. I, I like the interactions. I don't know. I I liked I liked the interaction in this episode between Gray and Colbert. Like I'm really digging Colbert lately. Yeah. And um, yeah. Did you guys that see that bar? Is that like the Discovery's Ten Forward or whatever? I'm guessing yes. That Thank thing you. was freaking awesome looking. <laughs> like the set design uh, uh, there was cool. Like all the fire and stuff. I was oh, digging yeah, it. And the dots. Yeah, yeah, the holographic dartboard or whatever that was. That was awesome. I was loving that. But yeah, Colbert, Colbert's, I like what they've done with this character, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think Colbert and Gray meeting was more, like, emotional to me than, like, anything with the deer and Gray. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. 
I'm curious well, if that's Ray because... will become like a member of the Discovery, or is he going to go do his own thing? Because like he wants to become a guardian. I think that's what it's yeah. called. Yeah, I think that a takes guardian. a while. I mean, I don't know. But he's got uh, one of those great... moral Picard bodies, so yeah. A gray has had a long. Well, her wait. Her symbiote wait. No, his. Right. Sorry, yeah. dang. Uh, Gray's symbiote is pretty old, though, right? Like, he's had a lot of lifetimes. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. So, who yeah. has the symbiote now, Adira or Gray? Adira. Wait, really? Yeah. I missed that. I thought the symbiote was transferred. To yeah, because the... I, no, I thought Gray the consciousness was, was just the consciousness. Oh, that's oh, yeah. weird. Because, um. That makes oh, sense, though. There's an episode of DS9 that deals with... Um, mm-hmm. m- oh, I can't say a lot, but it's <laughs> yeah. that process yeah. where they take the consciousness out of the symbiote mm-hmm. and put it into a body. Yeah. That's what they've done, but now Grey's just going to stay in that body. Yeah, I think TNG did something like that at one point too. I don't know. Yeah. All the troll uh, stuff's always a little confusing because yeah. they've retconned a few things. I think this spot's a cool bot, and apparently yeah. they go all the like way the down. <laughs> you make it sound, yeah. <laughs> they go all the way down. <laughs> what kind of porn is MC watching? <laughs> I thought it was anime porn. <laughs> Never mind. I'm not gonna no, go there. Eric, you have to go there. That episode's not out yet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say missed opportunity, but um we haven't talked about that yet. Well, I'm over here like zipping about. my jacket. I'm like, I should not zip a jacket on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> right now, especially. Yeah, especially on an episode I'm not gonna edit. <laughs> <sighs> um all right what else what else happened uh we saw the hamster people they were like bug bug like they looked kind of hamsterish i don't know when we first see them Uh, they're uh, they're in uh, rounded yeah yeah they're like yeah i mean i'd buy like a hamster and a reptile had a baby and that's what they are yeah reptilian Um, hamster yeah but apparently they're made out of um uh Latinum. Uh, Latinum, yeah. I Latinum, think of yeah. Yeah. So that's <laughs> weird. I don't exactly know what Latinum is, but I mean that yeah. would be like the equivalent of if like we found like a civilization like who a people that's like made of gold. Or they're, well, they're gold bones or something. I mean, who knows? Um sil- there could be silicone based life form life forms out there, so you know that's a that's a valuable. I assume uh, metal, latinum's so. a metal, but I mean, I guess it doesn't have to be. I don't know. Do you guys? Is there like a definitive uh, answer on what exactly latinum is? Well, they always call it gold pressed latinum, but I think it's actually a liquid. Huh. Do you know? Do you know MC? No. Um. I always just thought it was something, uh, along the lines of a precious stone or. Yeah. Uh, well, gold or like silver or something like that but they just called it uh, uh, like gold pressed latinum because it's pressed in 
side of gold, but I yeah. don't actually know what the latinum is. Yeah, when you see it, it's just gold bars because it's <laughs> yeah, it's in the gold. I guess it's so weird. Yeah. Um, uh, having never seen it, yeah. I didn't really think much about like physically what latinum is. I just kind of thought of it as like their currency, you know, like a dollar. Yeah, it's a, so, it's definitely yeah. in DS9 a lot. That's that's the one that really deals with capitalism the most. <laughs> but it's like it's it it's usually the non-federation, you know, uh cultures that deal with it. Yeah. The federation just kind of like turns a blind eye, I guess. Um so how how do you feel about uh Saru and Culver's like trying to get Tilly to like do different things get her out of her comfort zone I feel like putting her into like a battle is a little much but I kind of <laughs> like I, it like yeah. I think it's funny because yeah. like it seems kind of Star Trek it seems like a very Star Trek thing to do like <laughs> yeah okay so maybe I'll try a different mac and cheese here's the sword <laughs> uh, so the mac and cheese thing I was like Okay, that's a bit weird. Like, Were you like, what's wrong with Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, but then again, the, the scene where she gets handed a sword, I thought that was fucking brilliant <laughs> because it's so funny and she, like, that's drops great. it almost yeah. immediately. She starts swinging around. She's like, <laughs> Yeah. But then it, it's, like, literally five minutes later and they're in a battle uh, and um, she's like tossing the sword to people and like attacking attackers, and it's like full on action. It was great. The, like, yeah. she had an actual action scene and was really good. But yeah. what's awesome is her character lately has been so freaking serious. So it was nice to see a lighter side of her again. Yeah. I kind of miss oh. that, you know. Especially when uh, she's like all excited to be going on this mission, and she's talking to the other Quatmala, uh, uh nun, not yeah, um, the one that dies, Michael's mom. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and, and she's all like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to." Uh, and the the lady is like, uh, "Your excitement doesn't offend me." essentially and she's like absolute candor awesome <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, one thing i found kind of disappointing about that <clears throat> whole thing was like uh saru's whole reasoning for suggesting that to michael was so that because of like tilly's personality she's like super easy going and like it can help in like a negotiation and then that doesn't yeah. really it doesn't happen michael does like no. all the negotiating <laughs> uh, so i mean Kind of at the end, when um they they break the engine on the moonship, mm -hmm. and, and she's like surrendering, choosing to live, choosing yeah. to live. Yeah, like kind of. <clears throat> then it helps out, but yeah, before that, no. <laughs> yeah, and what well, like after that, like Michael does all of the talking. So yeah, I kind of expected Tilly to be the one. Like, I I thought like Michael was gonna like want to bring her in so bad, and then Tilly was gonna be the one. Like, I don't know, maybe we 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 help, but that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Overall, I really liked all that. Um, 
it, it was kind of interesting seeing Michael's mom again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of don't like her, but also I'm fine with that. Like, she's not like a likable yeah. character, but yeah, I don't know. Like, her and Michael don't really seem to have like any real emotion there. So yeah, but it looks like I don't know. I feel like they kind of got a little closer in this episode just by getting through this situation together. They kind of saw where each other was coming yeah, from. Yeah, they're both so that like was cool. really intense. <laughs> They're so intense. Yeah, they're too similar mm-hmm. in a way. They're just on different factions, really, you know? Yeah, like Michael got all the Vulcan stuff in like early life, and then her mom's getting all the Vulcan right. stuff in late life. So, Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like, Michael has made a lot of progress distancing herself from that and actually embracing her emotions and all that, whereas her mom's really done a 360, like the opposite, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, um... There were, there was a good moment towards the end where her mom was explaining, I think it was her mom explaining it to Tilly about the path, like the reason they say choose to live. Mm-hmm. It means like you've reached the end of this path and now you have a decision ahead of you, you know, like that path is done, <laughs> you know, like it's, I don't know. It's kind of an interesting uh, yeah. philosophy. Uh, so essentially it's a shortening of a saying that they have is what they said yeah and i thought that was really cool like the explanation of what the saying was and why they say it Mm -hmm. Uh, so the last thing i really have to talk about is kind of the last thing in the episode is um uh, how they deal with the Kuat Malata, what we call her, Jen, Jen Jennifer, uh, how they deal with Jennifer <laughs> after she's arrested. Um, so I think like every, you know, like the president and there's a weird sound behind me, uh, the president and uh, <laughs> uh, the, like whoever, the, the Pope from uh, Navarre. <laughs> I, mm-hmm. I think like how they handle it makes sense, like letting Navarre carry out whatever punishment they see fit like i I think that's how things generally work in like yeah extradition yeah i i, yeah. I think yeah. like countries that are trying to be like nice to each other like let them handle their own criminals yeah, yeah. politically that totally made sense to me yeah and then michael's like pissed about it and i'm just like really like just just chill like, like it's fine yeah like <laughs> <laughs> this one like yeah like she killed a person that sucks but like i i mean they're trying to unite these two like groups and like there's bigger things at play like i feel like she's kind of the the whole like the yeah I, i guess it actually comes back to the first episode when the president is like uh tells her that she's doing the she's like worried about the the needs of the few versus the needs of the many i I guess that's popping up again yeah Yeah. you gotta pick your battles man that's all it is (laughs) michael just hasn't learned that yet i guess yeah no i thought it was really good when michael brings up the family Mm -hmm. the president cuts in like and just says the kids names and is like she knows yeah. listen i know what's going on i know who he was i know who his family is this has to do with helping millions of people that 
that has to mean more than like getting essentially she's like we can't get revenge if we want to help millions of people yeah. and i completely yeah, understand right. that and, and yeah and she's right. maybe the justice that gets carried out isn't exactly what michael thinks is just but that's not up to her that's yeah that was never going to be up to her and she just has yep. to try and to accept that well, I'm and glad she didn't try forward. to press the issue. She didn't like flip a table over or anything crazy, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah. like she she did accept it, so that was, I guess, character growth. <laughs> I love, I love uh, Admiral Vance's. Uh, he's great. Yeah, no, like he, he had, like, a metaphor summed it up perfectly. Yeah, yeah, his metaphor mm-hmm. was perfectly summed up. Where she's the head violinist, he's the percussion. Yes, and. The She's the president was the conductor. Conductor, and yeah. So it, it's like, and he's like, I'm the backbone. I'm like, I'm giving the pace, the backbone of the orchestra. She's telling us when our cues are. That that's her job. She's telling us, and then he's like, the the, the funniest thing uh in that speech is when he. He says, uh, and the woodwinds and the brass might be at war, but we don't need to know that. And I was yeah. like, why would the woodwinds and brass be at war? <laughs> I liked it, though. That was such a yeah. good... Yeah. Um, hmm. okay, okay, so I still... Overall, I really like this episode, but I still do have a, sort of an issue with the fact that What's-Her-Name killed that Starfleet officer to begin with? Yeah, it just seemed Jennifer. very unnecessary. Yeah, Jennifer. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, I I also didn't like how the mercenary she hired killed the Quatmalat person. I didn't uh, like how she own. hired mercenaries. I, I think it would have been yeah. better if she was like working alone. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, I don't, I, I, I don't know that it's been said that Quatmalat don't hire mercenaries, but like, where's she getting this money from? And yeah, um. Yeah, she harvested the lightning the... out of that one dead guy. Oh. <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> I guess. Um, yeah, no, I don't know. I guess at first I was maybe approaching it from like a Vulcan perspective, but then I remembered that the Quatmala is more of a Romulan thing, and maybe that's why they're just very rigid in their um, the way they do things. I guess the, like the ends justify the justify the means. I, I don't know. It's a little weird though. It just seemed unnecessary. I, yeah, I yeah. thought her actions were a little off, but just decided to just go with it and like yeah, just be like yeah, this is how they decided to set up the episode. Yeah, that one thing doesn't yeah. make sense, but like, I like the rest of it. Um, <laughs> yeah, it didn't ruin it for me. So they definitely no. pulled it off. I just was like just trying to like pick that apart a little bit. I was like yeah. trying to figure out. They definitely the didn't have to kill that guy, and they still could have had like stakes. Like she's still stealing dilithium, you know? Yeah, yeah. Now, if it had been like a kill or be killed situation, like he had the phaser already pulled on her, maybe then, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But oh, I mean, she did have a decent reason. Because she did that. Yeah, that that whole species has a resource that at least a portion of the uh, this galaxy finds valuable, and she was afraid that there would be like tomb robbers coming to take that thing 
from these living beings. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then in the end, they do get revived by mm-hmm. Michael and Tilly uh, fixes the moon ship's engines that yeah. she broke. Uh, that was cool, by the way. It yeah. Was like, yeah. I liked all that stuff. Yeah. And I mean, it yeah. made sense that she wouldn't trust the Federation. Uh, yeah. Because, I mean, they, they don't have that relationship. They don't have a great no. track record at this so, point. Yeah. Um, also, I guess I could understand that she, like, even if they decided to help her, maybe it would get bogged down in bureaucracy or whatever. And so, like, there was kind of a, well, a ticking clock here, wasn't there? So maybe that, that's, that's why. also kind of what happened. Like, she yeah. was bogged down in bureaucracy because one person isn't going to get dilithium from stuff like that that's what it was for her to get the dilithium she would have had to divulge the information yeah Yeah, and the people and she didn't feel yeah yeah she didn't feel safe doing that because she doesn't know who in the well now that we've talked it out it actually does kind of make sense Uh, yeah yeah. i just feel like the episode could have done a better job of laying that out (laughs) yeah but i mean it's also the Federation, so you'd think there would mm-hmm. be someone that she would, or, or at least contact someone in the Quatmalat or on Navarre, get someone else involved yeah. who isn't mercenaries. Yeah. I, I know um, but, yeah. Michael's mom said they hadn't heard from her in like two years or something like that. But I mean, if she was able to contact the Federation to like inquire about the dilithium, she should have she should have been able to contact Michael's mom and be like, yo, can you get me some dilithium? Like, just like, I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Stick it up your butthole. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Smuggle. But yeah, I, I think it mostly makes sense. So, yeah, I'm good with it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like classic star trek has lots of plot holes and you just you just go with it, <laughs> it does and it's fine I mean, it's like it's not the whole season isn't based on this so it works I, I think and i mean it totally works yeah the romulans are also not a very trusting species either so that, well, that, that might have something to do with it yeah historically yes but this has been a thousand years and <laughs> they're now part oh, of vulcan I... so the politically uh, still, correct thing to <laughs> I still don't think they trust a lot of people. I, I think the only reason that they trust Vulcans is because uh, they can pinpoint what their reactions are going to be because they will be the most logical. Mm. And they yeah. can deal with that. I I, you know, I like the idea that these cultures are now merging because I feel like they can both learn from one another. I think being too extreme one or one way or the other is definitely where you yeah. run into problems. And it seems like like even the Vulcan uh, president, ambassador, oh. high priestess, whatever she is, <laughs> uh, she, she's an awesome character. But what I'm saying is like she actually she's a Vulcan, but she seems a bit more personable. Yes, she does. Yeah, a lot. yeah and it, I like that, you know? Yeah, it, I, I feel like a oh, typical Vulcan I, wouldn't explain, would not mention that they have emotions. Like a normal Vulcan would yeah. not divulge the information that they, they feel, <laughs> you know? Exactly, yeah. I, it would be I like also an embarrassment. Don't, 
I also don't think a normal Vulcan would uh, give their condolences yeah. after experiencing a traumatic right. moment with someone, whereas she clearly was like, uh, my condolences on your loss and... Well, she was like, my condolences are not through. enough. Like, Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was, she that was she realizes that they're not enough mm-hmm. sort of thing. And I don't think a normal Vulcan would realize that. Not a TOS Vulcan, that's for sure. No. I mean, can you imagine Tuvok, (laughs) you know, being in this situation? Like, (laughs) yeah, uh, he'd be pretty cold about it, I think. Yeah. Oh, Tuvok's always cold, but. (laughs) I like Tuvok too, but yeah, yeah, like, he's not the guy to handle this kind of situation. Uh, I I saw uh, clips from an episode and I was like, God damn it, uh, Tuvok is such an interesting character. He is, yeah. When He's kind of a badass. Get to know him, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So you guys got anything else? Is this a wrap? Uh, I thought I thought they've done some really good uh, set designs this season. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, like I've seen like the office a few times in their like meeting room and that sort of stuff. But um, what I really want to talk about is where the science directorate meets up. <laughs> that I thought like it's really pretty and like <laughs> um. Are those hollow seats that they're sitting on, or do they just beam out at the end? I couldn't tell. <laughs> I don't know. Mm, yeah. But the interesting thing about, like, you mentioned sets, apparently they didn't make any new sets this season, and they're using that uh, technology, the, like, projector technology that they use for oh, the Mandalorian. that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, they, they didn't no make any new physical Vulcan sets. looks so awesome. Yeah, everything I mean, looks are. really good, and, yeah, it must be that. Yeah. I think so. Um, yeah, I'm really liking this season so far. Like, I'm totally sold. It feels like Star Trek more than the last season did. Uh, I'm still, I'm not sold. I've been burned once before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Understand. Yeah, I don't know. This this gave me um, new hope. So I was trying <laughs> to figure out how to was... work it into the, that hope is you. <laughs> but uh did we ever get yeah. that hope is you part two yeah, that was, was that the last the episode of the season yeah it was, it was. Yeah. Okay. i i was thinking the title of this episode i had to go back and check i it felt like this would have this title would have already been used in uh picard but it wasn't <laughs> yeah <laughs> totally but yeah uh, picard season two is probably like damn it we got to retitle this episode <laughs> <laughs> or they can be like god damn it we could probably retitle this episode or we could just leave it <laughs> if it was a tos episode it would have been called choose to die because that sounds more dramatic and they really went for over the top <laughs> um so yeah um you 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 should um you can and you should follow i'd like join our discord and talk to us about discovery um you can do that by going to probablywork.com slash discord and then you hop in there and you just say like hey give me those discovery spoilers don't just like start blurting out spoilers because then troy will be really upset because he is really far behind um 
And then Thursday, we have another episode coming out, and it's us. Uh, well, yes. I was thinking Eric wasn't there, but it's Troy that's not there. I was uh, totally there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's us talking about the Voyager episode, Threshold. So, yeah. yeah. Right. I'm like halfway through editing that one, so hopefully it comes out on time. But what I've heard is really funny. <laughs> that episode, I remember being great. Not that not the Star Trek episode, the podcast episode. <laughs> the Voyager episode is spoilers. That that's a shitty episode. <laughs> it's a pile of garbage. It's Doug's favorite episode, and I I liked it. I think I don't know. I can't remember. I haven't got to the end of the episode, <laughs> the of oh, our episode, so I don't remember how yeah. I feel because this was several months ago. <laughs> oh do you guys miss uh when discovery used to do like the teasers for the next episode yeah like i because like yeah i liked being able to look forward to what was next you know i feel like so we don't know how many episodes this season is and they're not doing next time ons so they could just totally just like end it randomly and we wouldn't know they're probably oh, like there's probably really releasing some teasers somewhere and we just haven't seen them <laughs> yeah <laughs> they've probably said somewhere that it's gonna be like 10 episodes or something but i have not seen it and we only have the titles of the first four so what if that's it yeah well with the amount of budget they've been spending i feel like it's gonna be a shorter season like maybe eight episodes or something yeah and also it was filmed during covid so i mean they might have had to make it shorter yeah oh as long as the quality's good, I don't care. Hmm. I just realized why they are. Oh, that that makes a what? lot more sense. Why they're all spaced I, I, out? I've been, yeah. <laughs> There's a, a lot, lot of wide se- shots. <laughs> yeah. It, it, uh, all this season, that uh, it's a lot more wider shots, and like mm-hmm. people are a little bit further apart than they normally were. Yep. Like even when they're even when they're talking, like the way they film it, it makes it look like they're closer, but they're really like ten feet apart. <laughs> now I'm just imagining that scene where uh Gray hugs Colbert, like they're not really hugging, it's like forced perspective. It's like I thought Colbert looked small in masks. It's like I thought Colbert looked really small in that scene. Hmm. Actually, I was surprised I like, I, we've seen i feel like we've jumped back into the episode we're wrapping up but um <laughs> we've seen a, a deer oh, and gray to together about... but like i don't know once gray was in his actual body like he the, the like size difference between them like i didn't realize like gray was that much smaller than shorter than adira like yeah i don't know i thought gray was either taller or they're like the same height because i don't think adira is super tall i don't know yeah what were you saying Eric? uh we've we totally forgot to talk about saru's garden oh yeah um tilly's gonna water his garden what do you think is up with that plant she was about to touch explosive diarrhea mm, i'm trying to think what's saru's worst nightmare explosive diarrhea know, used to be being eaten <laughs> <laughs> oh because you know why it's explosive diarrhea why because one time he's sitting on the toilet and then he hears black alert and he's like oh, no. <laughs> traumatized ever since yeah. <laughs> uh, well this is fun guys looking forward to the next one yeah where we beaming out to they, they gave us no indication of where we're going no um 
Ah, damn. They didn't, did they? No. Back to Navarre? I I was thinking we can go back to the Credence. Oh, yeah, let's do it. Eric can fuck those (laughs) nacelles. (laughs) (laughs) No, let's go to 10 forward. Uh, Let's go hang out in that bar. Throw some darts. That sounds better than what I said. (laughs) I wonder if... (laughs) I might just edit that out. (laughs) Do you think think Romulan Ale is still legal at this point? Now that Navarre is united? Not for medicinal purposes. Uh, mm. uh, That's a callback. Three to beam out. Bloop. Bloop. Kind of porn. Do you want to know what this podcast is? I imagine that right now you're feeling a bit like Alice, tumbling down the rabbit hole. Hmm? Do you believe in fate, listener? Let me tell you why you're here. You are here because we formed opinions on something. Podcasters assemble is everywhere. We are all around you, even now in this very room. You hear us when you put on your headphones or log into Patreon. You can feel us when you go to work. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. Press skip. The story ends. You wake up at your job and believe whatever you want to believe. You press play. You stay in Wonderland. And we show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all we're offering you are our opinions. Nothing more. No one can be told what Podcasters Assemble is. You must experience it for yourself. This has been a presentation of the We Can Make This Work Probably Network. Follow us on Twitter at ProbablyWork for more of our questionable content. Also, we have a website called ProbablyWork.com.